What up? We are back with Get the Ball Rolling, a sports podcast. It is that time where we get the ball rolling. What up? We are back here today in the studio uh, with the University of South Dakota. Uh, their football program, uh, Coach Ted Schlafsky, will be coming on uh, the show. Kind of a hard name to say. I hope I didn't uh, uh, mispronounce it too much. But having him on the show today, again, this is a very special uh, podcast, like most podcasts uh, that I have when anytime you're able to get the one of the coaches on it is always a pleasure uh, to have them on and to be able to talk to them get a little bit of insight into their football cr- program i really like this team uh for a couple of reasons the first reason i like south dakota is their coach this guy has done it all uh coach bob nelson he was at the, the university of minnesota duluth uh, it is a division two school i believe i've heard of them and uh i remember their name being bounced around, but he had a lot of success there. Uh, he was able to go to the national championship in 2008, uh, win it, and also in 2010 and win it. So he definitely, he, he built the uh, University of Minnesota Duluth into what they are, kind of a powerhouse there in Division II. Uh, he was able to go to Western Illinois. He got a playoff appearance there, and now he is here at the University of South Dakota. And it is interesting because he is one of those guys that can go into a program and he can completely change and have success. And I really like those coaches that can do that because I I, I look around at the league, uh, FBS, FCS, whatever, football as, as a whole, and you know, I always say my rule of thumb is you give a coach four years. You give them four years, you see what they can produce you know, the first couple years you're playing with house money. A lot of the times they're not your kids. You might get a couple transfers over with you. You might get uh, a couple of uh, really good players from the previous coaching staff. But honestly, it you just there's not a lot of expectations for you in 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 most programs. I mean, obviously, I think at you know the big programs like Alabama or Clemson, there would be an expectation. If you know Nick Saban were to go, but that's this hypothetical. But it, I usually give him four years. But when you when a coach goes in and has immediate success, that shows the greatness of the head coach. Number one, because uh, you're able to go in, you're able to say, okay, this is what the previous dude had. This is what the previous guy was running. This is what this this. What can I do? I want to implement my system. And when you can do that, that means that you know your personnel and you know your coaching staff. Because your coaching staff are, are the guys that are going to be, I mean, as a head coach, you're looking around, you, you got to do a little bit of anything. You got to you know, be able to talk to the DB as much as you got to be able to talk to the offensive lineman. You got to kind of be a jack of all trades. You got to know everything. Whereas some guys, they'll just be, you know, specific. Oh, I want to be taking over the, the running backs. I am in charge of the safeties, whatever. And depending on how it is broken down within the coaching staff. But, you know, the that just shows, you know, being able to have the success is you're able to see that and you're going to go, okay, number one, he has a good system around him, meaning he knows the personnel. Uh, probably him going out, being able to talk to them, as well as trusting his assistant coaches and knowing the best situation for them. And then it also shows that, you know what? 
you know how to implement a system. You know your system. You know what you are. You're not trying to be somebody else. You're not trying to fool anybody. You are who you are. That's what I really like. And and Coach Nielsen has done this. He did it at Western Illinois, and he has done it here at South Dakota. Bringing, you know, at Western Illinois going in 2015, South Dakota going to the playoffs in 2017. Very impressive seasons. And I, I want to give a little bit, I mean, uh, for those of you who don't follow the FCS as much as others or, or, or you know, casual fans, whatever, the Missouri Valley uh, is one of the best conferences in, in the nation. We, we can determine that. In, in the top 25, uh, Hero Sports has four from the Valley, uh, as they call it, the Missouri Valley. Uh, Athlon Sports has five uh people from the Missouri Valley Conference in the top 25 and then they have honorable mentions and there's like two or three more honorable mentions of a team of just 10 uh, individual schools within that conference so a lot of success uh, I mean you know at the top you have North Dakota South uh, North Dakota State sorry South Dakota State I hear about Illinois State, I hear about Southern Illinois, Western Illinois, Youngstown State, University of Northern Iowa, and Indiana State, Missouri State. I've heard about all these schools. They're, I don't know if they're, they're a common household name, but in my household and in the household in which I grew up, I had heard about these guys. The, these guys have a lot of success uh, inside their conference. Very hard and deep conference uh, here. So it is impressive when you're able to get to the playoffs coming out of that conference, uh, for one thing. But Anyway, the University of South Dakota, uh, another reason why I'm really excited for uh, this interview and to have them on is because I, at the beginning of this, when I started this podcast series, I wrote down uh, 25 teams that I wanted on the podcast from the FCS, and South Dakota was, was one of those teams. And so when an when a organization, when a school is willing to work with you and being able to, you know, obviously juggle schedules and set up times in order to do this i mean i I know it's just five minutes ten minutes out of their day but it really does make a difference and it really shows uh the 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 program and the organization how you know how they do business and and it's it's comforting to know that south dakota does it the way it should be you know being able to talk to somebody uh like myself being able to have you know a coach come on the podcast but anyway so we're going to be talking about uh the university of south dakota uh, this previous year, they, uh, despite last season being, or two seasons ago, being able to go eight and five and then go into, uh, the playoffs, uh, they had a little bit of a down year this last year. Uh, they went four and seven. They were able to get wins, uh, in the Missouri Valley against Southern Illinois, Missouri State, uh, and Western Illinois, and then a win over the University of Northern Colorado from the Big Sky. But I will say that this last season, these guys probably had one of the toughest schedules. They had to take on uh, their non-conference games. They had to play Kansas State, and they had to play Weber State, and they almost dang near beat Kansas State. They were three points away, and that, again, extremely impressive when you're able to do that. Uh, and then they, they, they beat Northern Colorado handedly. They had to go to Ogden. Uh, kind of sad that I missed that game. Uh, looking back on it, I probably should have went. But they had to go to Ogden at Weber State, and uh, then they had to play in the uh, Missouri Valley, which is a pretty tough conference. Uh, in most of their games, uh, they were able they 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 were hung in there pretty tight. Uh, Youngstown State they only lost by twelve. Uh, Indiana State they only lost by three. So they had a couple close games, and then obviously the game against Kansas State. So again, I always say when you're going to when you're going to analyze a team, 
you got to look at the, the at at the overall performance uh, from the previous season. Uh, how many close games did they have? Did they win those close games? Did they lose those close games? Uh, obviously, the plus minus. What what are the pluses? What are the minuses? Uh, those kinds of things. I, I kind of have my own system and my own algorithm that I try to try to protect this next this next year. And it, it it's encouraging to see South Dakota and uh, despite only winning four games, have the success in which they had this last year. And you know we're just. Two years away, uh, two years ago, they were in the playoffs. So uh, this next season, uh, another pretty tough schedule. Uh, and I think that it will be, I think it will be really, I, I do, I use the word interesting a lot just because it is interesting, intriguing. But these guys are going to have to go through, again, they're going to have to go through a very tough conference. But I think these guys are more veteran. I think these guys are more ready for that. Uh, I'm really excited to, to talk to Coach Ted and to find out just a little bit about South Dakota and the, the overall program. Because some of these some of these teams, you know, you're looking at it, you're like, okay, well, I, I'm trying to predict. I'm trying to see where these teams will go. And I think that this team, be that it may only two years removed from a uh, playoff, but these guys can get back to the playoffs. Not a lot, there's there's not been a lot of uh, press or media coverage about them. There was a a mention from uh, Hero Sports at the end. They kind of had a team to watch for South Dakota. I think this is more than just a team to watch for. I think this is a team that you need to have marked. You need to have it down, written down. Hey, South Dakota. What are they doing week in and week out? Now, some of you, uh, you might be able to get the the game against Oklahoma, and that might be you know your exposure. But you need to be watching for this team. Any all the fans of the show, you need to be following this team uh, as close to the as closely as you possibly uh, can to be able to obviously try to try to see where these guys will end up so again this this that's just kind of a brief introduction for the university of south dakota the coyotes super cool mascot super cool logo so they got that going with them and uh, some pretty sweet uniforms at that and uh, cool color schemes anyway so uh we're going to have an ad break after the ad break we'll be calling in uh coach ted for the university of south dakota and then we'll be going over uh expectations a, a little bit of that and then we will be uh talking about the the analysts for this upcoming season with them so stay tuned after the ad break uh the offensive coordinator uh Ted Slavsky, University of South Dakota, and then the analysis. So let's keep the ball rolling. Okay, Coach. So I have a couple questions for you regarding uh, South Dakota. To start off, what brought you to the University of South Dakota? Uh, our head coach, uh, this will be my seventh year with him. Uh, this will be our fourth season at uh, the University of South Dakota. We were at Western Illinois University previous to this for three years, and... Um, when he took the job here, I, I came with. I uh, also played my senior season for him at the uh, University of Minnesota Duluth. Awesome. So they say that that Coach Nielsen, Bob Nielsen, he, he kind of reconstructs the program, goes in, has immediate success. What is part of that success that you can see having coached with him? Well, I think a big part is just the consistent message we have our program. We have systems in place to, to kind of, we know what we're looking for in recruiting, we know what type of kid we're looking for in recruiting, 
Uh, we feel like we know the type of kid that succeeds at, at the University of South Dakota, and really it, it could be different anywhere um, depending on where you're at. So I think a lot of that, but I think it boils down with a consistent message and, and emphasizing you know, our keys to success every day and, and building it that way. Awesome. Okay, so I have another question that I have is, what is it like to coach uh, a quarterback as talented as Austin Simmons? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's awesome. We uh, were able to build what we do around him and his skill set and you know, his ability to you know, touch every part of the field, throwing the ball, and he's, he's super athletic. He could, he could play safety for us if, if we wanted him to, um, and he, he's probably the hardest worker on our team so having guys like that it's always a joy to coach awesome so going coming off of last season going into spring camp you guys you know had your goals and stuff what are your guys' goals and expectations for the 2019 season well two years ago we made it to the second round of the playoffs and the reality in our conference is if you, if you can get into the tournament you know you gotta you have a chance to to win a national championship and and, you know, Coach won two of those at, at Duluth, a, a Division II school. And, you know, our our goals are always to win the Missouri Valley, make the national playoffs, and, and make a run at a national championship. And I think that um, this year is, is a year coming in where we, we feel the most strongly that we can we can go get those goals. Awesome. Uh, a couple more questions here. Uh, me, I've never been out to South Dakota. I've been to, to close. I've been in Nebraska, but I've never made it to South Dakota. What is it like, the atmosphere on a Saturday in the Dakota Dome out there in South Dakota? Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. We've sold out every game since we've been here. And I always tell people it's like um, we played at Bowling Green two years ago, and there were about 10,000 people there, but the stadium holds 40 or 50. So that's kind of like when you play basketball in a big gym and nobody's there. But when we're in 10,000 people and it holds 10,000, it's like small school field house basketball where it's, it's loud, it's rocking the whole time, and, and you feel like the fans are right on top of you. So um, the way that we play, I think our fans enjoy our style of play, and it's, it's, a, it's unbelievable. Awesome. Well, that is all I have for you today, Coach. I wish you the best of luck this upcoming season, and we'll be covering you here at, on on the podcast, and uh, we'll be watching for you guys to make it a run at the playoffs this upcoming season. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yep. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. And that was Coach Ted Slavsky from the University of South Dakota. And I am very grateful for him. Again, always a special shout-out to him and uh, the university for setting this all up together. Uh, took a couple weeks, uh, had to uh, move some stuff around. Uh, he he was actually going – he was going to, to – I don't know what he was going to an event that, that Coach Nielsen had uh, – asked him to go to so again very busy man they got we're now into the camp uh season where you know players are starting to report to practice i cannot believe that it is all already the end of july uh by the time this uh episode is published it might even be august but end of july first of august i can't believe we're already here and we are so close to college football i cannot wait there's nothing like college football there's nothing better than waking up Saturday morning, yeah, I mean, now it's even it's even a weekly thing, but Saturday morning, waking up, first of all, 
Uh, you get to sleep in a little bit. You're not going. I'm not going to school. Uh, sometimes coach gives us the Saturdays off. Most Saturdays we get to, we get to go do a long run by ourselves. And literally from the time I wake up, I'm watching college football until the time I go to sleep, I'm watching college football, and I am just loving every bit of it. You kind of get that fall crisp smell in the air. You guys know what I'm talking about. It is awesome down here. It goes from like 105 degrees to like 90 degrees, which for those of you probably in the north, uh, the north, northern uh, states, northeast, uh, Minnesota, obviously South Dakota area, it is probably a little bit different, but hey, we, it, that is a big difference from like 105 to 90. You wouldn't think it, but it is. Anyway, again, super excited to have them. So close to college football and so close to the, the kickoff, uh, August 31st, uh, against the University of Montana, uh, against the University of South Dakota. Really an interesting, matchup this this matchup is legit there's there's a couple things going for the university of south dakota before we get into their uh into their schedule and what i think so uh they were able to like i said they're able to in 2017 they were able to get to the to the playoffs and they were able to have success there getting the first win against nickel state and losing a heartbreaker in the second round to sam houston saint they bring back their top rusher, uh, was their quarterback, and their top running back, Kai Henry. And they bring back Austin Simmons, and they have a couple of legit wideouts. Also bring back some very interesting pieces on the defensive side of the ball as well. Not only uh, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, Darren Greenfield comes back on the defensive side of the ball. So again, we are able to to see, and you're going to go, okay, where is this team going to be going this next season? They bring back all these guys, right? We're in the Dakota Dome. You heard the coach. You heard that it is, it's obviously loud. I've actually watched, I, I've, uh, there's a couple of videos on YouTube and it looks like a lot of fun to be there. Really a great environment, uh, there at the University of South Dakota. And this upcoming season, they better get super loud because they have some, going to have some very good games. Number one. Like I said earlier, they're going to be taking on the University of Montana. Now, we've had Montana on here. We had uh, on the podcast series, and we were able to look at it, and we are able to go, okay, we know what Montana is. We know what they're bringing. They have a, they have a stout defense. Uh, so that's going to be a matchup. It is on ESPN+. Plus. Definitely going to be watching that game because I think, uh, first of all, not not only you're looking at University of South Dakota, but also Montana, you're able to get a feel for how these guys have prepared in the offseason, how they prepared for this game. Really going to be, uh, it was a big circle. It might be the best first week game FCS-wise uh, and will tell us the most. I think that South Dakota uh, being at home, you know, two, uh, two in the afternoon start, going to get you know, the fans in there get crazy, get loud. I think they got a lot of things going for them. Uh, after that, they're going to travel to Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, a lot of you uh, down in the, uh, the south where uh, some of my viewers are listening from, you're going to be able to watch them play against the University of Oklahoma. And then they will be taking on uh, Houston Baptist. Uh, Houston Baptist last year didn't have a lot of success, so I think that uh, – uh, outside of that, South Dakota starts out uh, pretty tough with the two tough games. Uh, they kind of go, uh, they play a little, I wouldn't say lesser opponents, but I think they will get the next two wins. They'll beat uh, Houston Baptist and they'll beat Northern Colorado. Uh, 
from the from the big sky and then we're going to get into the missouri valley conference now the missouri valley again like i said we got a lot of guys that are ranked uh and a lot of people that there's a lot of uh speculation of what's going on the first kind of thing that's been talked about is indiana state now indiana state uh had this crazy turnaround season i believe two years ago they didn't win a game and then last year they won seven games and they were snubbed from the fcs playoffs and they're supposed to be, you know, don't sleep on me, team. We got this this momentum. We've got this mojo. I think South Dakota gets the win for a couple reasons. First reason, uh, they're going to have, I think they're going to be coming off two uh, wins. And they're going to be going in, uh, going back home uh, against Indiana State. And it's the first Missouri Valley game. I will take Coach uh, Ted and Bob Nielsen in that game. I think that the Sycamores, you know, they kind of busted out. They, they, they're they really good. And I think that it's going to be a really good opportunity for South Dakota to kind of put that down uh, and get the win and show the, show the nation who they really are. I think that will be a big statement game on October 5th. Uh, it is October 5th is also the annual Dakota game, Days game. So a lot of things are going to be going into that. A lot of people are talking about the Sycamores. They have them ranked uh, fairly high. Uh, Athlon Sports has them as high as 15. I think that's a little overrated. Uh, Hero Sports, I don't know where they are 100%, but I know that they have they have had them on talking about them. But I do think South Dakota gets, uh, gets the win here. Uh, they do go on the road to Missouri State. And then on the road to Northern Iowa. Now, I think that they will get a win against Missouri State. The Northern Iowa game, honestly, is going to be one of those games that I'm going to sit back and watch. And I cannot wait to see. I think uh, UNI is a very intriguing uh, team as well as South Dakota. I think they're very evenly matched. This is going to be coming down. I I would say, uh, again, I'm not in Vegas, uh, but the line on these guys, I wouldn't put, I think that this will be within a three-point game and can go either way. After that, they'll be playing Southern Illinois, and then Western Illinois, and Youngtown State. Now, this next little, uh, this next little run that they get, Southern Illinois last year went two and nine, uh, Western Illinois went five and six, and then, uh, Youngtown went four and seven. So they all, this last year, they all had losing records, these next three teams. Uh, they get two of those three teams at home, uh, uh, Southern Illinois and Youngstown State. So I can see them getting uh, a couple wins here, if not all three wins right there. And so now, I, and especially if you get if you get all these three wins, you have the momentum, then you have to go into the hard part of the schedule. These guys start really hard and end really hard. They had to play at North Dakota State in Fargo, and they had to play home against South Dakota State. Now, uh, South Dakota State, uh, this last, I mean, a lot of people are predicting them, uh, really high, uh, in, uh, I know the Athlon, I'm looking at the Athlon, uh, preseason rankings right now and they have them as the third best team in the nation North Dakota State number one you cannot deny the greatness of North Dakota State and the success that that program has had in bringing in national champions but again I've said this over and over again about the Missouri Valley Conference they have a head coaching change now that might not change in, in the past it hasn't affected it much but you never know when it will happen you can almost bet that they're going to be there they're going to be good they're not they're not going to be taking any steps back but do does a team like South Dakota South Dakota State catch those teams and catch North Dakota State and I think that this year they can honestly I see the last two games uh, a split if not 
you know, being able to go on the road to Fargo, that would be a tremendous upset. I think that that this team, if there's any team in the Missouri Valley that can do it, it's going to be South Dakota, especially going into that that second to last game of the season. And if you do beat North Dakota State, then you're going, then you're finishing off the season about in-state rival. You're home in the Dakota Dome. Uh, last year, they played very well. Uh, I was able to watch the game on, on, on YouTube. They have the game on there. Uh, and I was able to see them uh, play. And I... And I think that you know that it was outside, but it's going to be an in, it's going to be an inside game. You're going to have the Dakota Dome rocking. So I honestly see this team having a lot of success. Uh, like I said, they start hard, they finish hard. So if you're able to get some wins uh, in there, I think the the middle part of their schedule uh, lines up very favorable. And uh, one of the teams that uh, one. That they do not play in the Missouri Valley is Illinois State, which they're also predicted uh, top twenty-five in a couple preseason uh, polls. So, like I said, a lot of a, a lot of intrigue for me. But honestly, I'm going to be taking uh, the University of South Dakota. I have them as the biggest. Uh, one of the biggest sleeper teams. I have them about number three on my sleeper list, and I have them the biggest sleeper team in the Missouri Valley Conference this next year. So. Again, if someone was to come and ask me about the Missouri Valley Conference, I would point to this school. Uh, talking to Coach Ted just uh, solidified it in my mind of what I already knew. And I think that uh, Coach Nielsen, uh, Coach Ted, and all the entire coaching staff is going to have very good success here. Uh, again, barring things that they can control. Obviously, we know injuries, turnovers are a part of the game, right? Bounces might not go your way. I always say that. You, I know that you know listeners of the show have have heard me say that before. So if this team can stay healthy, if this team uh, gets a couple of, of of breaks, a couple bounces their way, they could be top twenty five, maybe even top fifteen uh, this upcoming season. Uh, go, looking at a pretty good December, I would not be surprised if we hear these guys, you know, second round quarterfinals in the FCS playoffs. I really am. Uh, sold on this team and what they can do, especially with with <clears throat> bringing back a, a, an offensive machine. Their quarterback uh, threw for three thousand plus yards last year, ran for almost six hundred yards last year. Doesn't turn the ball over very much. I think that this team is extremely good. So watch out for the University of South Dakota Coyotes in the Missouri Valley Conference this next year. So that is the wrap-up on them. Again, like I said, I'm very sold on them. I hope you guys can tell that I think this team will be very good and have a lot of success. So uh, a little bit just uh, before we sign off here, just kind of telling you guys – I think that you guys, uh, you, if you guys have not had the opportunity to follow us on social media, follow us. I've been doing videos in which I have uh, been releasing my preseason rankings. Uh, I've doing the uh, for the FCS. I'll be doing the Big Sky, the Ohio Valley, the Missouri Valley, and the CAA. And for the FBS, I know for sure I will be doing the Pac-12 possibly the Mountain West. So if you have any of your teams or if you just love uh, love the show and you want to hear uh, what is going on uh, or where we think is what will be happening here and get the ball rolling, I would follow that. I'd watch those videos. I'd try uh, and then write them down. 
and we will talk about it. I I've said this multiple times. Uh, I like to be I like to be wrong. I I don't uh, I like to be right as well. But it's also good when you're able to go. Okay, well I maybe not didn't know a hundred percent about that. So uh, I'm releasing these preseason rankings. Uh, just kind of how I've you know talking feeling out uh, the the what there is around those schools and how I see things kind of lining up. Obviously, there's there's no perfect way in order to predict it, but I do have my algorithm that I, I'm fairly confident in. So anyway, this has been the University of South Dakota uh, 2019 preview. We will be publishing this, so tell your family, tell your friends. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and until next time, keep the ball rolling.